Matic. Becky, great ball in. Ellen White for Manchester City. Welcome to this week's episode of MCW Fancast. I'm Emma, thanks for listening. The WSL finally kicks off today. The opening fixture of the weekend is Manchester United against Reading, which takes place at Lee Sports Village. For City, their season campaign begins with a trip to Goodison Park, which will play host for our game against Willie Kirk's Everton on Saturday afternoon. Kickoff is 1.30pm with the game available to watch live on the BBC. A tough opposition for City who have strengthened well over the summer. Both teams will be looking to get off to the perfect start in this one. City head into the game off of the back of a midweek trip to Spain where they met Real Madrid in the Champions League. And despite key players missing from the squad due to injuries, Gareth Taylor will be hoping to have more options at his disposal come the weekend. Last week, we spoke to Dan Pentland, chief editor from the FAWSL full-time magazine. And this week, we're getting the thoughts of the fans. We're joined by Dave, Jane and Jude from the official Man City Women's Supporters Club to get their thoughts ahead of the start of the season. Morgan and you're listening to MCW Fancast. I'm joined by Jane, Dave and Jude. Thank you for joining me. It's great to catch up with you guys after the summer. How have you been? Have you had a good one? Yeah, it's been nice. Nice summer. It'll be really nice to get back to games though. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I've enjoyed watching the Olympics and everything now I'm ready to go and fantastic to be able to get back in the grounds as well. Can't wait. Yeah, a really good summer. Again, watching the, all the Olympics and, and loving the Paralympics as well at the moment. Uh, moved house. Um, I found the flags, so we're we're safe. I've got the big flag. Um, and can't wait to get back to the games. Have they been washed, ironed, ready to go? Washed and hung out. Nobody ironed. Nobody It's better than the ones that have stayed here with me because they've not been washed. I can't. I can't. going to wash them, but they didn't, did they? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Blandy would have ironed them. She, she's yeah. Good with the iron. They were out all last season in all weathers. So, yeah, you know, they did. Although yeah, we, we weren't there, they did well. They did well, those flags. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure, like you guys, really looking forward to getting back into the stadium. Obviously, it's been quite a busy summer for City. Uh, obviously, lots of incomings, outgoings. Uh, we've pretty much know what the squad is looking like don't know if there's any more deals to be done it's obviously the last day of the transfer window um what are you expecting and and how pleased have you been with the business done so far well obviously we pretty much knew we were losing the american uh duo and as it turned out abby's gone as well so um you know we, we basically had to look to replace those players um i think we've done quite well with the ones we brought in we've brought in um, experienced players and, and and quite importantly I think players who've also got a bit of experience in this country play for teams already in this league like like, like Hayley Rasso and like um, Alana Kennedy um, so they know what the league's about so 
that those are nice, nice signings for us. Lasada, I think she speaks for herself, you know, from everything you read about her, everything you see, what she's worn, how she's played. I've read up a lot on her over the summer since we've signed her. There's nothing but, you know, good, good uh, reports on her. And again, the same with uh, Bunny Shaw. We needed a goal scorer, I think, to take some of the weight off uh, Ellen White, maybe up front. And, and we've gone out and got someone who was top scorer in the French League, who wasn't playing for one of the... Um, maybe the top two sides, and he's just still top scorer. So oh, me personally looking at them, I think they all are good fits and, and, and certainly what we needed. World-class replacements, I would say, um, in that respect. And obviously rising star as well, Ruby Mason there. Um, how much are you looking forward to seeing those players and who are you looking to deliver on those sort of expectations of the pedigree of some of the players that are within that list? Um, I think for me, like you say, some of the pedigree, if you look at somebody like Lasada, then you're expecting her to be a top-class player, and I don't think she's going to disappoint on that side. Um, I'll be really interested to see uh, Bunny Shaw play in this league and see how many goals she can get. I think she looks like she could be a real threat in front of goal if she can get a nice bit of understanding alongside somebody like um, Lauren Hemp, who can put the crosses in for her and things like that. I think we can see some really good things from her this season. And, and with regards to the outgoings, Jude, I mean, what have you made of, of the players that we've lost this season? Because there's been quite a few. Yeah, I mean, I, to, to be honest, pretty much expected Sam and, and, and Rose, although it would have been nice to, to have held them, um, held on to them for a bit longer. Um, really disappointed in Abby Del Camper, um, leading us, what, six months into a two and a half year deal. Um, gone back to, well, went back to NCC and then they've sold her rights to, ooh, can't remember where it is now. Dash. Um, that, oh, Dash, thank yeah. you. Um, so, so yeah, that's a bit of a bit of a strange one, but I guess her husband plays in Texas as well. So maybe it's the personal side, I, I, I don't know, but disappointing. Um, so I thought she did well for us last, last season. Um, Meg Campbell, I mean, huge fan favorite, Meg, Meg Campbell. Um, She's been so unlucky with, with injuries. Um, top, top player when, when she's fit. Um, sadly, yeah, gone to Liverpool and, and sadly now picked up another injury um, there as well. So obviously we wish we wish Megan well uh, for a speedy recovery there. Um, oh, who else have we lost? Aoife. So it's been so it's been so long. Do you know, it is, I'm, I'm I'm the same. Yeah, Aoife. Um, yeah, I mean, again, that that's disappointing with with Aoife going. I think you know we've lost quite a few defenders, um, and obviously with, with Lucy being out as well at the moment. Um, so so yeah, that was that was disappointing because we never really got to see much of Aoife. Um, you know, she she did her ACL not long after she joined us. She did score a penalty for us, though, so that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll give her that. Um, so, so, yeah, and obviously she's gone across... She's gone across to, um, to, to United. Is that it? I, I think, think... Was that it? We didn't lose many, did we? Gemma Bonner? Yeah, I guess Gemma sort of went before... Uh, we lost she, so... Yeah. Isla Toland, um, Lee... Oh, I'm just rubbish, aren't I? Just, just, yeah, just, I'm just rubbish. I said there was a big long list and I didn't want to make them all. <laughs> I think, I think uh, in the case of players like Tyler and Lee, um, with them being on loan last season, maybe Gareth didn't have them in his long-term plans anyway. Uh, yeah. I, from, all, from all reports, Lee got better and better at Brighton as the season went on. Uh, and they were very happy, you know, and eager to sign her. So good luck to her. I hope she does well there. And the same with Tyler. 
Um, it's difficult isn't it, to get into City's side because we're a top side and we've got top players. And some of these players that are they're good or they're really unlucky with injuries and they're just not quite at the top level yet. They don't get the chance to get into our side. Um, you know, sometimes you look at something like, you would say about Aoife being unlucky as well with that injury. She was just hitting good form. But then Aoife's injuries probably opened the door for someone like Esme Morgan who came back from Everton for a year and really shone last season. Really, you could see what a development she'd made in her game and how mature, you know, she'd matured in that year at Everton. Uh, and now, pretty much one of the first names on the team sheet, Esme, she's a first team player. So for everyone you lose, there is a, there's, there's a flip side to it. And, you know, you've got to look at that really. And it's, it's difficult because there's not that many games and, um, you know, there's not as many games in the women's season as there are in the men's. So you can't have too big a squad, but you've got to try and keep them happy. Other than, say, Gareth and Emma Hayes does it at Chelsea. She's got a very big squad and she somehow keeps, like, top international players happy when they're not playing. And that's the trick. You know, not only that, we've got, obviously, a lot of players that are committed to the club. You know, Barnsley signed another deal uh, to keep her on for another year, um, which is always pleasing to see. Obviously, she's come back to the club. But there are still players within the squad that I feel will will have a, uh, quite an impact for the squad next season. Um, I'm, I'm speaking about, like, the likes of Janine Becky. Obviously, we've seen her... Again, you know, midweek, back in a starting eleven, um, back in a preferred position. And I, I feel like Janine will play a big part for City next season. Yeah, it'd be great if if she did. She's a top-class player. She comes to the start of the season on a real high after that um, Olympic triumph where, you know, came away with a gold medal. So she's going to be on a real high. Um, she's a great player. I think I think we all know kind of what a great player Janine is. And a lot of people want to see her in the starting eleven week in, week out. And like you say... I think we probably will see uh, quite a lot of her this season. And she's a type of player as well that's, you know, you, she can be called upon and, and do a job if, you know, we're a bit short, you know, she's prepared to go in white back. I'm sure if, you know, we didn't have a goalkeeper, she'd go in goal and do as a job as well. <laughs> as well. Good versatile player as well, isn't she? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's playing a lot of positions. That's always handy to have. Looking at last season... Um, obviously, a bit of tinge with a bit of dis- disappointment, you know, coming obviously uh, runners up to to Chelsea, you know, especially when it did get so close toward the end of the season. Um, what are for you the main areas that City need to build upon in order to to sort of progress and 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 hopefully have that success next season? There's a couple of things. I mean, the head-to-heads against Chelsea have proved to be really important games. Um, so I think kind of trying to get on top of that, especially the home game and getting a win in that game can can make the difference over winning the league or not winning the league. Um, but also, I think last season we suffered a bit from a bit of a slow start, um, drawing a couple of games that we really, really should have won and picked up points at. So I think it'll be important this year to pick up the points as early as possible in the season. Um, I'm not sure we've had an ideal preparation for it, you know, um, with the Olympics going on through the summer, it means that we've not had the team back together as long as we would have liked to have. But on the flip side of that, the team, a lot of them were away together and playing together anyway. So, you know, they haven't been away from each other for too long. So hopefully we can just kind of carry the momentum on and through and start the season really well. Dave, do you kind of feel that the lack of pre-season in comparison to obviously last season where I think, you know, we played about, you know, four preseason games that we knew of, um, and that's not even included in the Community Shield. Do you think that'll hinder 
the team heading into the start of the season? Well, it's not ideal. It's not what you'd want as a manager. You'd want to have your, your squad back quite early. You do your, um, you get them fit. You know, you do your fitness training, and then obviously you would hopefully knock out three or four friendly games. But they've not been able to do that because of the Olympics. It is a one-off. It is a one-off year. You know, just like everything else, we've had to adapt to it. Um, as Jane pointed out, the one good thing for City is that that GB squad was full of our players anyway in a competitive environment, so they have been playing. So the fitness shouldn't really have dropped too much over the summer that it would have done if they hadn't been playing and the City would have had to let them back early and get the fitness up again. So, you know, hopefully, but I mean, ideally, you wouldn't want it. You'd want some friendlies in there. I was disappointed when the um, Community Shield was, was postponed this year. I'd like to have seen it played again. Um, just for that reason. But then we drew Real Madrid in Europe, and, you know, and we've got Everton on Saturday. So we've got to hit the ground running here. These are, these are tough, tough fixtures. Um, Everton away at Goodison with the good recruitment they've had over the summer. You know, like Jane said last year, a slow start did cost us in the end. Um, this year, we can't afford to have a slow start. We've got to hit that ground running, which isn't yeah. easy. And I think also concerns about freshness as well, because like like you you've all said, you know, yes, they've all been playing together, but they've been playing together since the start of last season as well. So pretty much constantly through to early well end of July. Um, so again, it's freshness, you know, the team fresh, um, and and also we've got quite a few injuries at the moment as well. Um, so so yeah, it's not it's not ideal. I guess it is what it is, um, but um, you know we've got enough good quality players there, um, and you could. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about Champions League in a bit, but you know you could see glimmers of it on, um, earlier in the week with the, with the Champions League game. Um, but it's getting that team to gel quickly, um, because yeah, you you draw a game, that's that's it. That can cost you the league, um, and I think we we always use the fight till the end. Um, and we've seen it in a few games now where, you know, we, we're so close, we're over the line and then somebody gets an equaliser in the last minute and then, then that's it. Um, we've seen it in the, was it the Conti Cup with Chelsea. So it was the Conti Cup with Chelsea last year, wasn't it? We were 2-1 we were up, um, equalised, lost it over extra time. Katrinberger's one to save, you know, you can't take that away from her. Um, but um, it's, it's, it's things like that that we really need to kick on on. Um, and I love Ellen White. I think she's a fantastic player and, and you know, she sits sort of on the shoulders of defenders as well. So, you know, there are going to be more offsides, um, you know, and I think that's, that's something potentially we need to look at. Um, but she, she's a great scorer. Um, she, she will go out. She, she did really well in the Olympics as well. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see a few less offsides from from, from Els Bells uh, this year, please. Yeah, I mean, um, speaking of Ellen White, obviously announced earlier in the week that Ellen White wouldn't, um, you know, necessarily start the season with. There's not that much in, information surrounding that. Obviously, Ellie Ro Robot was a um, a doubt midweek, but they're obviously assessing her for the weekend for Everton. Um, obviously, we start the season without Lucy. We know we've obviously not got Chloe because of the, the ACL injuries she picked up towards the end of last season. So there are injury um, concerns as well heading into the start of the season. Uh, are you worried about their potential impact at all? Or are you quite happy that we've we've got enough depth to, to cover those uh, positions? Here is always a concern. 
Yeah, yeah, not having Kira um, in the team is a big Kira. Yeah. You know, that that's always a concern. But you know, we've also got Vicky Lasada who can who can slot into that role. And you know, she's got WSL experience as well, you know, top top player with Barca. Um and, and Georgia as well. Although I think Gareth did say that she may I think they're looking to try and feature her in Everton, but you know, there's some really key players missing. Um but some good signings have come in. Um, but I mean, Jane, I know, sorry, you, you started to. No, no, I mean, I'm in agreement with you, really. I think so long as we can get these players back as soon as possible, we have got a bit of depth with the new players that have come in that can still afford us to play, you know, a, a top quality starting 11. But the calibre of those players, like Georgia, like. Um, Kira, like Ellie, you know, they're they're big players for us. So the sooner we can get them back, the better. Every single one of the players you mentioned there, if they were fit, would probably start. So we can't paper over the fact that, that you know, we're going to miss these players, obviously. I mean, Chloe, I think Gareth said they're aiming for Christmas. It's a bit like Lauren last season. We didn't have her for the first half. Um, it does give other players an opportunity. And I think a good example of that the other night was uh, Taibi in goals. So I thought she had a very good game. So we're well covered. We've got three great goalkeepers, in my opinion. Um, you know, but it, it's difficult because do you rush players back and then end up them being out more, you know, um, or do you rely on the ones you've got? You know, I think that we've got a decent enough squad with the new players we've mentioned. If we hadn't signed those new players, yeah, we'd be in serious trouble, but we have. And unfortunately, they haven't got any bedding in time, these players. They're going to have to hit the ground running, as I said before. So... But they're international, they're, they're experienced players. That's why I like the fact we've bought players who are experienced in the WSL as well. They know what to expect. And as, um, and as experienced players as well, they'll be adaptable, um, one would hope. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, in terms of bedding in, you know, they should be professional enough to be able to adapt to, to these new environments. I've always been very impressed whenever I've seen Rasso play, Hayley Rasso. Um, against us and I've watched her a few times you know when I've watched Australia and I've always been quite impressed with her um, you know down that down that line um, you know uh, attacking and getting back a lot as well like you say very versatile and that's what we might need to have a little bit of in the next few weeks players that are a bit versatile and just fill in while the others till the others come back and then Gareth will have a nice headache when everyone's fit that's a nice headache that's what he wants you know a full squad and hopefully then you can do a little bit of rotation, as Jude said, before keeping people fresh. That could then become important. And as fans, what, um, what are your expectations heading into the season? What would be sort of, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've spoke so many times about, you know, having a good run in the Champions League, trophies, WSL. Um, and it seems like the same, obviously, conversation again, but... Is there a real need now for, for the city to succeed at the at the highest level and deliver? I, I think so. You know, and, and you're right, we, we have the same conversation at the start of, of every season. So I was gonna so try and we so the spirit of Groundhog Day. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the league, you know, we have to be going for the league. You know, we obviously the, the COVID year was disappointing. Um points per game um we so we lost out there um we missed uh, very closely again last season with, with against Chelsea um you know we're capable of winning this league um but I think you know as, as Jane and Dave were saying it's 
with the injuries that we've got, with the new people that are coming in, it's just critical that we we start quickly. Um, because if you look at last season, we didn't, and then we were absolutely flying by November. Um, you know, but the start of the season, unfortunately, was it was it was a bridge too far to to, to gap. Um, but you know, if we start if we start well with the league, you know, there, there's absolutely no reason why we can't win it. Um, Champions League, obviously, it's different this season because we've got the group stage as well. So obviously, we've got to win next week to even qualify for the groups. Um, so more games, um, more travel. Um, but again, we've got that we've got that squad there um, to to give it a good shot. Well, we'll get. I I don't know. <laughs> but uh, let's 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 win next week first, and then we'll we'll talk about that another time, maybe. I, th I think the priority, is, as Jude said, there would be, you know, to be going for that title, going for the league, um, hopefully get into the Champions League group stages, see where that takes us. That's going to be a bit of a new adventure for everybody that gets involved in that. Um, but the league is such fine margins. You've got Chelsea at the top last couple of seasons and they've been a really, really good side. And we've just been on the coattails, you know, just like a point or, you know, that, that great save from the goalkeeper behind them last season. So we're not far off. The, the margins are really fine in the WSL. You've got Arsenal, who I think have improved and will be back in the title race this season. I think Everton have improved massively and got some great players in over the summer. So um, there's not much room for error in this league now. Um, and, you know, Chelsea will be there or thereabouts again. So that's the target. We, we, we should try and win everything we're in. We should aim to win every trophy win. We've got the FA Cup held up from last season again. That didn't do us any harm last season winning that. And this time we'd be able to go as fans. So that'd be brilliant. Christmas Cup final, quite like the sound of that. Um, you know, it's so also on the same day of the, the lifting of the ban. Yes, yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, the anniversary. Yeah, it's yeah, that week. But it's the 100 anyway. years. It's, it's the I think that's why they put it there. And, and, you know, then they'll have the, this year's FA Cup will start after Christmas. You know, um, if we go in the Champions League group stages, I think we go into the quarterfinals of the Conti Cup. If not, we'll have to go into the Conti Cup groups. But we should aim to win every trophy we're in. Um, I know that's a tall order, but this is we sit here a big club. This is what we do now. We, we go for every trophy. So, yeah. yeah, go for it. Yeah. In agreement, Jane? Yeah, definitely. For me, the league is, is what your fans watch week in and week out. So, for me, the league is the top aim, uh, if you like, for me. Um, I know the club want, really wants success in the Champions League, so the first step is to get through to this group stage and then it's kind of a new bit of a new ball game from there. None of us have really experienced a group stage in the Champions League, so that would be quite interesting and quite good to get through to. I do love a cup final. You see, I want them all now. I do love a cup final at Wembley as well, you know. <laughs> nice Wembley yeah, cup the final. Season, that's what we're doing. That's it. The Conti Cup's always special because it was like our first trophy that we won. So yeah, yeah, I'll take all four then if if we can if we can have a wish list. I'll just have them all. Yeah. Two FA Cups, Jane. We'll have that as well. Oh yeah, yeah. didn't think yeah. about that. That's another one at the end. Yeah. <laughs> rude not to have that one as well. Aim for them all. It doesn't do any harm to, to think big, does it? And, and go for it. Um, let, let's talk about obviously we just touched on upon the uh the Champions League, obviously. Uh, City got their uh, Champions League journey off to, uh, I don't know, 
<laughs> I can't find a word to describe the game. Um, but uh, it was a, a one-all draw in uh, in Spain against Real Madrid uh, for the first leg. Uh, away goals count for nothing, but City got off to a good start in the second half. It was a, a little bit uh, lacklustre, let's say, in the first half. But uh, they certainly came out with the intent of obviously imposing themselves a little bit more on the game. Um, obviously, it was a, a late uh, equaliser from Real Madrid, uh, which obviously saw the game just a draw at one all. Uh, what did you make of the game, and how are you feeling about the second leg at the academy? I think before the game, if you'd have said you'd get a one all draw, you'd probably say, Do you know what, I'll take that. We've not had much pre season. It's the first game back. We're away from home. On the night, it felt absolutely gutting when they got their their late equaliser. I think because that second half we'd played so much better. The first half, like you say, was a bit lacklustre, a little bit kind of slow in patches. Um, but the second half, I thought we played some some good football. Um, Taib had a great game in net. Um, there was a lot of nice passing and, and move about moving about. So when they got that late equaliser, it was really, really gutting, to be honest. On the flip side of that, I think I didn't see... So much from Real Madrid that uh, I don't think we can beat them in the home leg. I think yeah. the home leg is is ours for the taking. You know, fans there, crowd behind the team. I think it could be a really good night, and you know, to get to get a result against them at home and get the win there, I think could set us off in in great stead for the season. Yeah. It was diff- we definitely played better second half. I think they must have, might have had a bit of a rocky in half time off Gareth, and they came out and definitely played well second half and deserved the lead they had. Um, one thing about this, this the, the pre-season we've had, the thing you, you notice, I think we tired in the last, significantly in the last 10 minutes, we look quite tired. So that might be something we need to take on board in these, just in these early games until everyone's up to speed and, and the other players are back and he can make changes that he wants to make. Um, you know, game management, seeing these games out. Um, it it know, did look to me like um, Gareth had a plan um, in terms of the changes that he made. I oh, mean, he started the, the game quite brightly as well. I mean, it's worth mentioning he, 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 we had a really good start, um, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of a really good play. Yeah, there was definitely patches of the game where we were, I think if you look at the stats, we, we, about, we doubled the amount of passes that they had and things like that. We were in control of the game for more. Um, and let's face it, another minute, two minutes, we'd have won 1-0, we'd have all been over the moon because what a great result considering... The situation, you know, first game, all old players out, six six first-team players possibly that were out who would have probably started if they were fit, you know. So, you know, it's not the end of the world. And as Jane says, I, personally, I make us favourites next week because uh, we're at home, we'll have the crowd, and I think we can play well enough to beat them. But, you know, I know a caution. I remember the other year when we drew away at Atletico Madrid and we got it wrong in the home leg and they came and did a job on us. So, you know, we need to be aware that they're a good side and we need to play well. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I'd make us favourites to go through, and I'm confident with, with the crowd we can do that. Um, did you see it any other way, Jude? No, I, I think I think that's a fair assessment. I, I had technical challenges, so didn't really see the first half. Um, but um, the, the second half, yeah, so you know, some some really good possession football and, and passing the ball around, and, and yeah, it was frustrating to to get that equaliser. Um, but but yeah, similar to Jane, I didn't. What I what the match I did see, nothing really worried me. Um, obviously, the, I suppose the big one is was there was no Aslani, 
Um, she was out with COVID. Um, so I guess it remains to be seen as to whether she'll feature in, in the return leg. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I think we can do it. Look, it's going to be our first home game in how long um so hopefully we'll get a nice a nice attendance even though it's midweek um evening um but i know for those of us who are there we're going to make a lot of noise and we will be that 12th player um to, to do our bit to, to help the team get it over the line yeah um and obviously sandwiching between these two legs of this champions league tie against real madrid We've got our opening game against Everton in the WSL on Saturday, which is going to be hosted at Goodison Park, uh, which is a great opener and a, and a great stadium to, for the game to be hosted at. How are you feeling ahead of the game? And, and are you obviously more, most definitely looking forward to getting back into the stadiums and getting behind the team? Well, personally, I can't wait to, to, to get back in the stadiums and, you know... Um away days are such a such a great great time goodison park's a really old-fashioned ground i mean they're moving soon aren't they to a new ground so it's one of the last chances we'll all get to go there i've been there many times it can be a real bouncing atmosphere in there um you know uh, it's, it's a proper old-fashioned ground there's not many of them left um so it's it, as you say it's a great opening tie it's a very tough game because everton have bought very well and the last time they played at goodison i remember they beat chelsea in the fa cup so you know, they, they do performance where they've played there before. It's a big day for them to play at Goodison. That'll lift their players as well. They've bought a lot of good players over the summer. Uh, they've got a good manager, in my opinion, Everton. So I think it'd be a very tough game. But from purely looking at it, that we're back in there supporting them, I can't wait. I cannot wait to get in there and, and get those songs going and all be back together doing what we do and what we love to do because we've all missed it. Yeah, it's quite good that it's uh, it's a close, it's, it's an away game, but it's nearby. So, you know, hopefully, and again, with it being men's international break as well, hopefully that will encourage um, sort of more people to come along as well. And we get we get a nice big attendance. I, I don't know if anybody's seen anything in regards to sort of ticket sales or anything. I've not seen anything. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I can't wait. Um, I've never been to Goodison before, so it's, so it's a, new, a new ground, which is always nice to go to a new ground. Um, you know, we've, we've got, City have got an away allocation, so, you know, people have bought through, through City, then, you know, we'll, we'll have everybody sat together, which, which just helps build on the atmosphere. Um, and yeah, it's, it's possibly going to be a bit emotional um, because people, we haven't been together for so long. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll admit it, I was quite emotional when I was at the Etihad the other week for the men's game, so I'll probably be um, a mess at the CFA for our first game, our first home game. Um, but um, but yeah, you know, it's I, I just can't wait, can't wait. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so excited to be back. I think it's a really, it's a really tough tie. Um, Everton have bought really well, but again, from a personal point of view, just to be back in the stadium to see everybody again. To go on the coach with with other city fans to the game, um, yeah, it's definitely something that that I'm really looking forward to. And um, we've made an updated version of a little uh, OSC songbook, which um, we're going to stick on on Facebook for people to download. I'm going to email it out for people to download. Um, we've got a few to hand out on the coach as well. We've got a few paper so. copies, so you know, just for everybody to. Been a while since we've all sang together, so you know, thought we might need uh, 
bit of help. We've got a few new songs to teach you, Emma, on Saturday. They're all clean, though, don't worry. <laughs> I'm not going to have to pass out honey and lemon. You know, we'll be... Uh... We'll have lost our voices by the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel uh, what you said there, Jude, about it being emotional. Uh, just looking forward, like you said, to just seeing everyone and getting that atmosphere going and feeling it. And, and I do think it will be a little bit overwhelming. And I, and I found that not just with football myself, but it just, you know, it, in other aspects of life where it's it has just felt a little bit normal again. Yeah, we've been so kind of closed off from everything for so long that to get back to doing this that I mean you know most of us spend a lot of our life watching City and a lot of our life with with the people who we go to games with and things like that so to have that taken away for so long I think I think you're right I think it will be quite emotional to see everybody there and to to kind of get back together. It will be very emotional we've lost a few Friends as well over the time who won't be there on um, unfortunately on Saturday. So there's those, you know, I've been thinking about those as well. So yeah, there'll definitely be emotions running high, definitely. But it's fantastic that we're all going to be back together and uh, doing what we love to do. And it won't be long till we're back at the CFA either, obviously uh, next week. Um, looking forward to that. Probably just that little bit more though, being back at home. Yes. Yeah, like you say, it is our home. Um, we spend so much time there. Um, you know, and we've not been able to for what 18 months is it more or less. So uh and again, that's gonna be emotional, isn't it? And it's a, such an important game as well. It's not like we're going in for a friendly first and we can all spend all afternoon saying, Oh hello, how have you been? and all that. You know, there's a big game on, on on Wednesday night, so the atmosphere should be great. Uh, that's another one to look forward to. But I think we focus, do what the team do and, and the old cliche, I think let's take one game at a time. Let's worry about Saturday first and then move on to Wednesday after that. That's the way to do it. And maybe then our uh, emotions can handle it a bit easier if we do it one game at a time. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> it's going to be like Christmas when you can't sleep. Yeah, you know, yeah, the night before. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing you all. Um, obviously, you've, you spoke there, the OSC have arranged travel for fans. Uh, have you got a little bit of information about that for those that are, are joining the OSC and making their trip to Goodison? I have indeed. Jane's already sent an email out, but I'll just confirm to everyone. We've put a free coach on for our members to welcome them, everybody back with it being the first game. It's, uh, it's booked up now. It's full. Um, it's departing the... Blue Car Park on Saturday morning at 10.30. Uh, that's the one at the back, the usual one near the gasometer, the big one. So head for that one. If you can get there around about 15 minutes before so we can get everybody on. One of the important things to note for Saturday is that you may not be aware that Soccer Aid is on at the Etihad on Saturday evening. Uh, so uh, the car parks are going to be in use. So it's very important that when you, when you pull in to get the coach on Saturday, you see Jane and she has a card for you to hang in your window of your car, which allows you to park your car for free on there. Uh, it's like a you know car park pass. Uh, and then obviously you, you, we'll bring you back on the coach there and you can you know get your car afterwards. Because when, we get, when we're getting back to the hotel, it's going to be quite busy with people coming in for soccer aid and using that car park. So it's going to be busy. So it's very important you see Jane uh, when you pull up on Saturday morning and get the pass for your car. Then we'll get you on the coach and we'll get you to Liverpool hopefully nice and early so everyone can have a little bit of time together and meet up again and have a few chats. And that's why we're going a little bit early. 
um, make a day of it. Well, if anyone needs any more info, there is an email being sent out. And also, you know, just contact us on Twitter if you need to know. And I can't wait to see everybody. It's going to be great. Right, before you do go, let's do a cheeky prediction. I miss the predictions. No good at them, but let's have one anyway. <laughs> I, I know, but I my my heart rules my head every time. And I'm like, 2-0, uh, Bunny Shaw Brace. I'll oh, go, I'll that'd go. be great. I'll go for a tough but very satisfying 1-0 away win for us. You know, it might be a little bit back to the wall at times because Everton will come at us, but I'll say we'll stand nice and firm. I'll go 1-0 and I'll go for Buddy as well. There you go. Well, go big or go home. 3-0. <laughs> and I'm going to have Bunny. What did you say, dude? 3-0? 3-0. You know, we've got to keep a clean sheet. Come on. So, um, yeah, 3-0. Um, Bunny, Lauren... Oh, and who else? I don't know. Hayley Russo. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Emma? Um, I kind of mm, I kind of feel like Everton are gonna get one. Um, just because we've just looked a little bit um yeah, a little bit iffy on the back, I think. And I, I think they'll try and expose that maybe a little bit on Saturday. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say 2-1. I think it's going to be one of those where it's there's not much between it, between the two teams, but we can just find a way. Um, so City 2-1. Well, any of those will do us really, won't it? We'll all be happy if we get a win. Get a win. I don't care how you do it. <laughs> interesting to see who's in net, isn't it? Because, I mean, we, we don't know whether Ellie will be back, but I thought Taib was so good against Real Madrid as well. Yeah. And, you know, is, is KB fit? You know, she's obviously still recovering maybe. Um, yeah. But like as Dave said, you know, we've got three solid keepers there. Another one to it, it, I'm really, really sorry, Jude. After you said we've got three solid keepers, it just caught off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you did look uh, very frozen. What she said was fantastic as well. Oh, really it's the best thing I've said in months. So no, I just saying uh, we haven't even mentioned Alana Kennedy. No, all. Alana Kennedy, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I was quite surprised she didn't start, to be honest. I thought she'd I thought she'd move straight into the squad. She was the standout player at Tottenham last year for me. Mm. Um, so I was really, really excited to see her her join. So again, she can do back line and, and, and midfield as well. So yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean that's it. It seems that we we have gone for those versatile players. And I think in terms of options, you know, Gareth's got a lot to think about. Um and also, you know, if it does come down to it and we are, you know, we are looking to cover positions, there are players that have the potential to drop in and out of those positions and, and do a job if needed. Definitely. Gareth does definitely like a fluid back line. If you look at the way that he that he's adapted uh, Alex Greenwood since she's been in at the club. You know, yeah. when we bought her we were all thinking, oh does that mean it's the end for Demi because she's going to play at left back. Mm-hmm. But he wants her to play centre half, and that's where he thinks is the best position. Um, Demi signs a new contract; she's the left back, and Alex is playing centre half a lot now. So it just shows you he does like fluidity in his back four and, and versatility, which is a good thing. It's a good thing, especially in the modern game. And you know, because you know you want to rotate as much as you can and keep players fresh. 
And that's yeah. where people like Alex and Esme Morgan come into that back four because that's what they are. And hopefully Alain will be the same. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was great to see Esme out there again doing Esme things. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> great player. Great. great player. Just shows you if you persevere with the, you know, the youth players and sometimes a loan move is the best thing that can happen for a player. They go and they get experience and a good team, high level. She's come back a great player and, and like I said before, probably one of the first names on the team sheet at the moment. And it, it's just, there is so much to look forward to. And like you said, just ready to get get going, especially with the league now. Really looking forward to Saturday. Looking forward to seeing you all there too. And I know we'll catch up soon. Definitely. See you Saturday, Emma. Yeah. See you Saturday. 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 Nice care. to speak to you. Bye. And that's it for this week. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks to Dave, Jane and Jude for joining me. If you're heading to a game this weekend, be it Everton versus Manchester City, or any other fixture across this opening weekend of the WSL. Enjoy it. It's great to be back in the stands again. And if you see us, please say hello. Part of what makes this podcast is chatting to the fans, be it City fans, opposition fans. It doesn't matter. We're always looking to get your reactions and thoughts right throughout the season. So if you'd like to get involved, drop us a message. You can do that on our socials. Uh, you can find us at mcwfancast or you can email us at mcwfancast at gmail.com and we'll be back next week. Bye.